Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Cash the ticket, tailgate Tuesday, rate, review, subscribe, Jim Costa, Mike Valeni. Today's episode, we recap the weekend. Man, fuck Central Michigan. Thank you for that. We'll Just get getting to, ready for later. We'll get to the Battle of the Victory Cannon, <laughs> a shot ready at for redemption. Some That's right. Some action. We've got that coming up. We want to get to what's in the box. Oh. For people who are watching on YouTube. Evan may be clipping this. We have a mystery box sent to us. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to be excited about that or terrified. We'll open the box, and then we'll get to what you're smoking. Any hints? You're going to like it. Okay, noted. Done. Okay. All I needed to know. Okay. I just didn't know if there was like a cobra and once, in there. once I open it, you will know what, like, there was a lead up to this. Okay. Okay, it'll There's all make sense. Probably a self-help book at this point. <laughs> Betting no, for dummies. It's, yeah. a, it's a no, set. I'm, I'm, gonna... glad, I'm glad I won last night because otherwise I would come in here with a very salty attitude. You won last night, which did put you at four and three in the NFL. Yeah, believe me, that ain't I ain't I ain't shaking my ass for the crowd. It just beats going three and four. But let's let's tee it up. On the season, you're thirty and twenty three. That's a fifty eight percent hit rate. It sucks. Coming off a winning week, which you just I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just got so used to seeing sixty five percent. I know. For me, three and three in the NFL, thirty one and twenty four. It's a fifty six percent hit rate. College, not so great this week. You went three and five. I went four and six. And a swing game with Colorado at night was the difference between going 500 and being two games under. We should get a sign somewhere on this wall behind us. Back doors open or something. Oh. Like, you know, hey, there's vacancy at the end. I, again, Dion did it to me again. That's all. Carry on. On the season, you're 46 and 35. That's a 57% hit rate. Again, awful. I am betting too many games. I'm 57 and 50. Up over a hundo. Oh, my God. And I'm hitting about 53, 54%. Oh, my God. The VIG is just I know, destroying it's killing you. <laughs> destroying you. Strangled by the VIG. You should change value to volume. Oh, you are volume. the volume v -v -v Volume. Let's go through it. You want to start Saturday or Sunday? Just go Saturday. Okay. Go right to Chronological. Because we started with a great deal of hope. Our days mirrored one another. We I started 3-0. Clemson. Arkansas, Kansas State, all hit. The one I was most proud of was Arkansas because I feel like we were all over it. Look, it was three dogs. I bullied you into Clemson and it won. Thank so that you. was positive. Let's start out with the Clemson game. Yeah. You know, you always do the who, who does it say more about. Yeah. Is it wrong that in some ways this validates Dabo a little bit? I don't like that it might. 
Yeah, I know. We got to leave our feelings. But he did out. the if our if our program's a stock, you should buy it. Well, that Hold was on. more to turnover luck and a couple of the weird things that happened to them. And it's like, all right, they came out and largely dominated Notre Dame. They made Sam Hartman look awful. Mm-hmm. And the Bloom's off the roast there. I mean, 13 for 30, you know, 140 yeah, yards. They had one nice run, but it's not a good day. No. And and from an offensive standpoint, like, I thought Mafi was better than Shipley. Well, he's, he's more downhill. And they just said, F it. Right. Notre Dame's got a great secondary. Let's just run the yeah, ball. Tote, tote the rock. Get it done. Um, but no, I, I just, there's, look, believe me. You can view something, view it as a great spot, and it can blow up in your face. Shout out Iowa State. We'll get to it. But I thought Clemson, that was a good get-right game for them. And and on the heels of Dabo doing what he did, if he has any control of his program, you were going to play up. We got the three and a half. The Arkansas game, it's just one of those deals where you look at it and you're like, all right, are they really going to lose out? Why is this number going down? They had played all those close games. Did you see what the number was by kickoff? It had moved down to like three, three and a half, right? right. It yeah. was massive line movement on a team that had lost six straight games. You know, I, I just don't think that's Joe Public moving that line. And look, for Billy Napier, here's my thing. If you're a Florida fan, you're not going to like what I'm saying. But you got to chill. <laughs> like, the guy's got one of the top five recruiting classes in America. You just hired him. I know he's got that little $10 haircut. And I know the program isn't where you need it to be. But, like, you do realize this is a rebuild. And you do realize the way that they need to play. You're chasing Georgia. There's not a coach in America that I think could flip your program into competing with Georgia in one year. But I, if you're a Gator fan, you have a right to be disappointed you're not going to go bowling. Like, have you seen the rest of their schedule? Yeah, but again, the over-under in Vegas was five and a half. Yeah, and we were on the under. Right, so my, my, but my point but is But I'm saying like, you could be bummed because, because Mike, that effectively is going to keep them out of a bowl game. They're at home. Yeah. They're favored against a team that hasn't won in forever. Yep. And now their rest of the schedule is at LSU, at Missouri, and Florida State. They're going to go five and seven. And, and another thought on that game. I liked the jerseys. The black, but I hated the stupid slogans. Yeah. Excellence, I, culture. You're like, how commitment? could commitment make that play? And you're like, wait, that's not his name. Initially, I'm like, what? who's this new quarterback? Excellence. And then I felt like a total doofus. I'm like, no, that's Graham Mertz. That's Johnny Commitment. <laughs> I liked the black. I did not like the, the corny yeah. names on the back of the jerseys. Yeah. And, and again, I, I think the thing you talked about that made a lot of sense was Danny knows getting fired. Normally when a coach or an OC or DC, someone gets fired, there's a little bit of a bump. The personnel was there. Jefferson's a real college quarterback, a, a freight train when he's running and Rocket Sanders was back. So personnel meets a, a fresh approach to play calling Tells the team, hey, we're shaking the cobwebs out. They were off a bye, too, right? I mean, it was yeah. everything Arkansas, and we nailed it. Yeah, it felt good. Um, and then, look, the K-State thing, it's not some Texas back segment. I just, they did it with a backup who's clearly not ready to play in Malik Murphy. My fear, we talked a little about it on yesterday's show, they lack the killer instinct. They mm-hmm. get up by 20, and it's like something changes. I also hate the idea that when you're up 17 or up 20, passing on points. Sarkeesian continues to do that. Late in the game, I didn't hate that K-State went for the win. I hated how they did it. You're not at the one-yard line. What are we doing here? I think they felt that because they had kicked the field goal at the end of regulation, they didn't want to be the team on the road yeah. settling for field goals. Yes, yeah. and, and look, K-State's a good ball club. I think Texas stepped up in a way they weren't able to against OU a few weeks prior. 
shutting down that ground game, getting a hold of it. I still have fears in their secondary, but overall, we had the right side. Like, we got the four and a half. You, you Did got you the- feel fortunate, though? Because down 20, it could have really snowballed on Oh, us. no question. I'm just saying, like, we saw Texas give up that lead to Houston. Yeah. We've seen that fault line. Once once K-State was able to, you know, get on the board, get a little momentum, you're like, hey, I got a shot here. Mm-hmm. No, no doubt. I mean, you're, you're lucky anytime you overcome a deficit. But overtime's also like from a betting standpoint, such a nerve wracking experience. Absolutely. The one thing I kept thinking is if you get to triple overtime, you win no matter what, because it's all twos. You're begging. You're begging. And you're also rooting for kickers weirdly in overtime because the four and a half and you're just on the right side with kicks. Yeah. It's also, it's, it's the value of two and a half now, two and a half is the new three and a half. Cause you're right in that overtime perspective, you can be a guaranteed shoe in even in double overtime when you have to go for two mm-hmm. after scoring a TD. So, yes, the one loss I had in the early window, I, I am just, I mean, A, for the game to end where South Carolina's got the ball on the five-yard line, could you just punch it in, fellas, and cover? The reality is I had no business covering. I, I underestimated just how awful Shane Beamer and this South Carolina team is because there was a point in that game where I began spite-rooting against my bet Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, you know what? If you don't have the decency to cover, just lose. Just lose outright. Yep. Lose outright. I want your fans to boo your ass off the field. The Jacksonville State was just moving up and down the field. And here's the worst part. None of it was field goals. None of it. South Carolina would score. It was touchdown, touchdown. 14 all, 21 all, 28 all. I'm going, just lose. Just lose. What did Ter- you? Just terrible bet by me. What did you dub that game? Battle of the Cocks. Big cock, little cock. Yeah. Motion of the Ocean wins. The grower, not the shower, <laughs> won this round. Jacksonville State, man. I, it was a bad pick. I yeah. never, now towards the end, was I begging to go 4 0? You're damn right. Yeah, of I course. Was. And it was such a hot start. Everything looked good. I had Utah, which a late add to the card was a no doubter. Yeah, that was great. By Another you. one because made it was, bounce it was, back. It was just over. I think Arizona State almost ran out of gas. Think about it, though. They're going to a tough place to play. It's a little colder this time of year. It's certainly not Arizona. No. And Utah was not going to – they weren't going to relent. They were going to keep going, and they they blew their doors off. No, it was a great call by you. I sent you the little cheers glass. Uh, that was – I wish I was on board that pick. So I started 4-0. You started 3-1. and Everybody's feeling good. This is how it's supposed to be. Cutscene. We didn't win a game the rest of the day. Dead. Let's I lose go the last it. four games of the day. Georgia was the next chronologically. We talked about it a little bit Monday. Mizzou, credit to them hanging in. No, Mizzou's better than I thought. Yep. And and look, it's not a shot at Georgia. It's credibility to Mizzou. I didn't do a good job with it. Hey, by the way, there's going to be a common theme here. Every loss I had, I think, was a favorite. Looking at the card. Only one exception. USC. Yes. And that's a bet that, unfortunately, I have to make. 10 out of 10 times. I think so, too. It's, There's it's nothing I can do. Home just, team at night, getting three, shootout. And Caleb had a chance, two chances in the fourth it, quarter it, to cover. They don't win, but they could have covered. And it looked like a little bit of a last stand. Yep. And they uh, played kind of like it was a last stand, at least offensively. And that speaks to where I kind of wonder, geez, do I have to go Oregon this weekend? But we'll save that for Thursday. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, okay, we just hit USC. What else we well, got? Well, no, I mean, the USC game, talk about it. Alex Grinch gets fired. Yep. Caleb, I don't know what happens here on out. I mean, it's, it's if you were him, how would you handle it? They I'd still probably, have like three more regular season games. I probably play against Oregon and then shut it down. 
I don't think I, I don't think I'd be able to leave my 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 teammates to go on the road to Alton yeah. and get utterly destroyed. But assuming they lose that game, they I are two think, touchdown dogs yeah, at that think, point. Or here's the other and thing. And I don't think we get into this whole narrative about quitters. It's about preserving you're the number one pick in the draft. Don't screw it up. Yeah. Now you've you fought valiantly, shot for shot with Penix. Yeah. Uh and presumably we shot it. for shot with Bo Nix. We talked about it yesterday. The only thing I'm doing is I'm downgrading UW because they're just not playing football. They're not playing a high quality of football. They're not. I think that Oregon State game is going to be very telling. Uh, you see the look headline? You said like two and a half. Washington minus two and a half. But that's a different brand of football. And they're going down. In the mist, in the fog of Corvallis. It's silly though. They can lose a game as long as they win the last game. I know. I know. They're not going to. I don't think so either. We touched on that too. <laughs> Futures Corner, if you're not listening to Monday, yeah, check it out. Download yesterday's episode. We have a, an opinion on that. There was a moment last week's college football podcast that you walked out, and I made two of my worst picks in that moment. I, I foreshadowed. I had Oklahoma, and I had Virginia Tech. Did you happen to take a peek at what happened to Virginia Tech? I only noticed when you sent me a text and it was VTech getting their doors blown off. And I'm like, VTech? And then I'm like, oh, no. I looked. They had been playing so much better defensively in conference play. The problem is they hadn't played anybody like Louisville. Yeah, and Lou, I, hey, the job Brahm is doing, the fact that they're, what, 8-1 right say, are now? Are they real-ish? Mm. Think about this. They're going to play Florida State for the ACC crown, right? Barring some kind of setback here. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to say the real. I think but we went, go back a couple weeks ago. We're going Duke, North Carolina, before Miami went Miami. Yeah, no one it, talked Louisville. Everyone's cannibalized each other. The ACC's having a wickedly down year. Yep. It's in many ways. It's it's forced me to downgrade FSU. And, a little you know, bit. I'm holding that like FSU national title. Ticket, if FSU loses a game, they're missing the playoff. I would agree. I think it's very plausible. And I love the way they play. I want to see them in the playoff, but it feels like... Well, who's going to beat them? Well, I don't know, but I'm saying if they stub their toe, if they lose to somebody, yeah. it feels like a one-loss Texas gets in over a one-loss FSU, a one-loss Pac-12 champ, Big Ten, SEC. Yeah, it It feels right. like their only path in is to go undefeated. It's a terrible conference. There's yeah. no other way around it. Terrible conference. What else we got? Uh, night slate. USC we touched on. I bet LSU. You did not. No, I did not. I had LSU. How should I feel about it? Because I felt like in the moment, I'm on the right side. I got the quarterback who's making plays. They had a lead in that game, I think in the second half, right? Yeah, the problem is And you then got it outplayed. just snowballed on him. Yeah, you got outplayed by Milrow. And then Daniels leaves. I mean, I, I, I'm If never, he plays, I don't know that I cover, I but it might have been close. I told you my fear was just I, I couldn't be in a position to bet against Alabama in Tuscaloosa twice in a year. I like what you're calling them now, Zombie Bama. Zombie Bama. You can't kill them. They're just walking around. I mean, their offense is something, man. It's either Milrow's got to scramble or throw a 60-yard bomb. There is no intermediate passing game. I don't love their ground game. The O-line has some problems. I, I just, overall, we're in November. They're ranked high. They're racking wins. And now this week. How are they about to go 12-1 and one this season? Or 11-2 and two this season? And I don't think they're that good. But they're zombie Bama. Who do they have this week, you said? Um, I'd have to pull it up. My computer has shut You're down. You're good. It's Kentucky on the road. 
noon kick in Lexington. Ooh, a little sleepy Kroger Field after a big game. What's the line in that? Ten or eleven? Uh, I'll pop it. I'll pop it up. Then they also have Chattanooga and then the Iron Bowl. That's the rest of the season for Bama. It's a ten and a half point spread against Kentucky. I will reserve my thoughts until Thursday. You can't kill them. Can't kill them. Zombie Bama. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the, uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And then we need to hit on Oregon State. Do we? Because I went to sleep. It was 23-5. to but I knew the back door was left open. First and you stayed I did. blurry-eyed at 1 in the morning and watched all of the unholiness take place. First of all, Jonathan Smith, what are we doing? You score. There's offsides on the extra point. You take the point off the board to go for two, to be up what, 22 to three? Huh? What happens next? I was in disbelief. The ball gets snapped over DJU's head, and it's returned for two points the other way. So now I'm sitting here, and I'm going, it's 20 to 5. All right, 15, we're laying 14 and a half. Not optimal, but here we are. Why does it matter? Because 21-3, I still get a field goal of wiggle room. Mm -hmm. Now, Oregon State goes down. They get a little field goal. I get my, my three-point bump back. And I go, all right, this is at least palatable. Colorado only has 76 yards of total offense on the day. Hmm. On the day. And much like last week against UCLA, where they couldn't do anything all day, they wait till the fourth quarter late, and all of a sudden, what am I watching? Zip, zam, bip, bop, beep, bop, two, boop, balls flying everywhere. But here's the thing. Two, different, part. two different 75-yard touchdown drives. So the last, the, the, the drive that beats you, they have a second and 29 on their own 20-yard line. A second and 29. Yeah, I'm pulling they, it up in the play-by-play. That they get without the aid of a penalty. This is a team. 40-yard play. This is a team that could not move the ball. You're not exaggerating. Second and 29. They couldn't protect Sanders. They couldn't run it. Nobody was open. Oregon State tackled everybody. And I sit here and I'm going, are you, are you, is this really happening back-to-back weeks? That was the, that was my salvation game of just please cover. I go four and four. I'll still go to bed pissed but at least it's not an unholy three and five. And it's Dion and this dog shit. Oh, Pat Shermer. I got Sean Lewis, arms folded, signal. <laughs> and I'm like, I just don't, I don't understand. Where did we go wrong? Because we started so hot and we failed so epically. Where did we go wrong? What's the re- What's the biggest regret bet? Oh, is, my biggest Because I don't regret Oregon State. My regret is Iowa State. I got, you know what? And I want to shout out somebody in the reviews because I, I, I think they worded it appropriately. Like, I know they were trying to be an asshole, but I actually <laughs> am not mad at them. I saw this review. So I, I want to surprise them, them with something. Yeah. Um, here it is. Five stars from Nate Scurry. And Nate, I don't know if you were trying to be a dick or not, but I am I think he was. You. I actually like it. Too cute. Five stars. Nice call on Iowa State. That was the easiest money on the board the whole year. Kansas on the way to the Big 12 championship, rock chalk. All right, well, respect. 
First of all, if you think that was the easiest money in the world, I don't know what to tell you. You were betting in a historically awful spot where a team like Kansas going on a road after a huge program-defining win, that is a brutal spot. I'm happy you won. I made a bad call. Watching that game was like going to the dentist. I mean, Rocco backed with a pick six. That's the theme of my weekend. Pick, pick sixes, sixes in pain. But then they scored a cut at the seven, about seven minutes to go. The place is rocking. Iowa State, you know, they got the siren going. Brock Purdy's up there driving his tractor. We're good. The first play of the next drive for Kansas. I, I didn't even get to sit down. And they run a fake speed option. Bean then steps back, and I go, uh-oh. Hmm. Because there's too many guys in the picture, meaning safeties have come down. We got a real problem here. He uncorks a ball, and I go, all right, please overthrow this guy. Please <laughs> overthrow this guy. All right, not going to be overthrown. Just tackle. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, no. The safety's diving like he's Superman. Nope, didn't get it. Here goes Kansas guy. An 80-yard touchdown to rip my heart out. So my biggest regret was I trusted a spot, but in the words of Nate Scurry, I got too cute. Mm -hmm. I did exactly what I did last year where I would bet that spot, knowing I hate Iowa State, knowing their offense is shit, knowing the curve on Matt Campbell's brim <laughs> is so egregious, it's so over the top, knowing that Kansas is a better team, I still bet into that spot, and I, I got what I deserved. So, Nate, I'm glad you hit your bet. I'm not mad at you. I know you were trying to be rude, but I actually agreed. Too cute. You were too cute. Too cute. That was my big, and, and, and if you want a, a regret of what I didn't play, was me not playing Oklahoma State. Yeah. That's just pure dog shit on my part. I hate your Sooners. I, that's a spot play. And I just, I shied away because I couldn't get seven. I couldn't get a real number I wanted. That I just But got it was your hanged. devil's number. You had five and a half home team at I, night and you didn't do it. It's a regret for a reason. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Sunday. Too cute. Sunday. Better. You were four and three. I was three and three. And there's a couple games I'm actually pretty proud of. So let's go through it. The first game, the friendship under. You were upset early. Some of the texts I got before breakfast, even. You're like, oh, here we go. We're getting defensive touchdowns. Here's how we get fucked. Well, the lateral play. I'm sitting here, and it's 14-0. At worst, we should go into half. 17 total points, which allows me, what, 31 in the second yep, half? Yep, And we still cover. I mm -hmm. go, okay, this is pop. No, it wouldn't have been 31. It would have been 34. Yeah. And it was this fumble, lateral, pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo, Scott Van Pelt. I'm going, oh, no, don't start Sunday like this. I I'm, I'm unpacking the groceries. I just get the TV. I go, is this happening? And then... 21-0 well, at the half. They don't score any of the rest of the way. Things happen. And the under hits easy. Yeah. Easy. I know. I know. It was good. It Friendship was good. under. Start the Same theme. Start the day the right way. Now, the problem is you bet the Dolphins. I know. And I didn't let you take it off your card, and I, I want to apologize, <sighs> don't Mike. Don't apologize. Because I felt like we needed to have one of those big anti-public teams I know. And you bit the bullet for us. You had Miami. They had every chance, and they couldn't do it. They did. I, there was a moment in time I thought they were going overtime, which, again, would there be an outside way to get beat? Yeah, technically. But overall, I'm like, wow, I might sweep the board early here. No, it wasn't meant to be. 
to a couple underthrows. I think the takeaway for me is we have to start to view Kansas City as a defensive team. Mm -hmm. I know Mahomes keeps saying, hey, we're going to get this offense right. And look, Mahomes is fabulous. But, dude, this might just be your offense. I think it's good enough to win a Super Bowl. So I, I think defense is really a problem. Yeah. But I, I think the problem with the offense for me is there's just no separation. These receivers don't get open. Kelsey does not have explosiveness anymore to me. And I we're getting at, to the point of the season where it's okay to come in with five or six receivers and figure it out, but we're at the figure it out point. Yeah, I'm going to need you to pick a few. Like Rice is probably their best. We called him scoring a touchdown. Rice in the red zone, nice. But, I don't. But I, the I, like I Valdez Scantling thing. My problem with eh. Kansas City on offense, what? I don't like their tackles. Donovan, well, Donovan, the interior is very good. Donovan Smith and uh, Numbnuts, the guy who lines up offsides every play, Juwan mm -hmm. Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, those tackles. The amount of penalties those two take. Woof. But the other side, Miami, six and zero against teams under five hundred. Zero and three against teams over. They don't beat anybody good. So you, I think we need to take that into our consideration moving forward. Then we get to the regular slate of games at one o'clock. Let's start. Let's start with positively. You had the Ravens. That was a rocking chair game. Good that one. was a no doubter. We were head to head on it. You were right the whole way. No, and I'm, I, I just, I'm. It validates my belief. I, I think that's a Super Bowl team. Yeah. If you ask me right now, who's the best team in the AFC? I'd take the Baltimore Ravens. The way Lamar's playing, top five offense, top five DVOA defense, great special teams. Yes, I think John Harbaugh is a great coach. Um, it's there, man. They look real as hell. And my problem with Seattle just moving forward. You gotta cap teams that can rush the passer because something with Geno, he holds on to the football an egregious amount of time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something you gotta put in your caps because those are killers, man. The other thing is Pete Carroll's addicted to running the ball. They couldn't run it at all. It's like no. 15 carries, 28 yards. Are you at all surprised that they have not found a way to have a one-two punch? Yeah, they use the second round pick on Charbonnet. They don't really get him in the mix. And it's like, all right, look, it's thunder and lightning. And I don't feel like they've got that. Now, look, it's half a season to go. If they get, they but have like, to find a flow here. Well, and, and the Lions maybe are the uh, example of a team that has done that. Some of it's been injury aided. Sure. But Gibbs and Montgomery have both thrived at this point yeah. in the season. And I don't feel like you could say the same for Seattle. Canine's had moments. He's had big games. But the two of them have not yeah. played off each other the way that I think if you're going to take Charbonnet, that they should. Yeah, and there's, look, again, for all the capital they've invested with Jackson Smith and Jigba, DK Metcalf, Lockett, 17 different tight ends, that offense ain't special. It's just not. And G, it comes back to Geno. Look at Geno the first three weeks. Look at Geno the last five weeks. The numbers speak for themselves. So I would just be very careful with Seattle, specifically away from home moving forward. Makes sense. I had two NFC North teams, and both of them hit. Bro. I, I had the Bears. I Skin of my teeth. was rooting so hard. People, you know how, like, the fun with gambling to me is I think sometimes I root for my buddy more than I root for myself. <laughs> I was one step short of getting a rosary and saying prayers for Tyson Bajit because all I wanted was Jim to hit this hideous, odious Bears bet. And, that I mean, you get the Saints. They rifle a kick off the upright. Then they get this turnover. You go, oh, God, don't now score Now they're going to score. No. Don't score late. Hey, by an inch or by a mile, a win's a win. You deserved it because you had brass balls betting the Bears. Saints is a big favorite. That was the cap. It wasn't really a pro yeah. Bears bet. That's terrible. They're big favorite. Three picks for for Bajit. The game I couldn't believe was, was and the Minnesota. fumble late. The the game I couldn't believe was Minnesota. Yeah, 
I could well, I texted you. You hit it. Dobbs comes in. He takes that safety early, and I text you. I go, this could get ugly. He doesn't know the place. And you're going, do, do you just bet Atlanta money line and like cash I, out? Jim and I will you, share ideas, guys. Like yeah. we, we try to workshop some stuff. You didn't do a thing. You, we stayed you, with you, it. You did the right thing. Look, first things first, Josh Dobbs is going to earn himself a paycheck as the highest paid backup in football. What he did Sunday was remarkable. He went in on three days' notice and got pressed into duty and was in a real tight, difficult NFL football game. And he was, he, he did a little bit, he did an interview after the game and he goes, look, I told the coaches, I said, don't be afraid to call the plays. I know what I'm doing. Like I can execute what's in this playbook. I can, whether it's four minute offense, two minute offense, like, please don't shy away. I can do this. Like the balls you got to have as Josh Dobbs and then O'Connell respecting it and going, all right, we're going to have to we're going to have to do some stuff. Look, Akers blows his Achilles out. Yep. They lose Osborne. They're to trailing protocol. late. No Justin Jefferson. And you look at that. What Josh Dobbs did was absolutely incredible. The flip side of it, Atlanta's approaching radioactive territory. <laughs> they are. They are now turning into a team, Jim, that is finding ways to lose. Yeah, but at least Arthur Smith is owning fantasy football players. Well, and sh shaved his mustache. No, but like he was so defiant and has been so condescending about what do you mean I have to throw the ball to Pitts and, and hand the ball to B. John Robinson? I don't have to do anything for fantasy owners. No, you don't. But you should use the players you drafted. Like, stop trying to own the internet. I think it's and in funny. the red zone, let your best players score touchdowns. Yeah, I, I think like it's... I don't have Pitts or Bijan on a fantasy team. I don't give a shit. Run the offense the right way. You have these personnel, this, this this personnel grouping that is so unique where you can run two and three running backs and two and three tight ends and you can be counterculture football and you're an offensive guy. Like, why is it this bad? There's a parallel between fantasy football and reality. The reality is you want your best players to have good games because that's what it takes to win. I don't see a scenario where Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, Drake London don't play or don't get involved and you're the best version of yourself. I think coaches take offense to it because, look, they, they, I think there's just a general attitude of, you know, you want to insult the average person when it's like, no, hold on, there's a point to be made. We're not, hey, why don't you throw it deep more, coach? No, 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 no. hold on. <laughs> when you've invested this level of capital financially and through the draft on these skill position players and then you don't use them, I think it's absolutely a fair question to ask. So Atlanta's just in a spot for me Man, I, I can't get a handle on what the hell their problem is. And I have to. Obligatory. I have to bring it up. I'm sorry that I've belabored this point with Atlanta. What's up? Arthur Blank deserves this. When you come out publicly and go, we aren't even interested in Lamar Jackson. We aren't going to make an offer. We aren't going to put the Ravens in a position I'm to match. It. We feel good about Desmond Ritter. Oh, wait, he's been benched. Taylor Heineke, not much better. You did this. You could have offered up a first or two. You could have put a real deal in front of him. And, oh, they wouldn't have Bijan. Are they using Bijan? They had Algier who ran for 1,000 yards. They were a top-running offense anyway. I don't like, know I'm like, what I don't they are. get it. I don't know the what they are. The defiance from ownership and the head coach, like, fine, you guys are whiz kids. You guys have it all figured out. You got the best team in football. Best of luck. You got a shitty division. You're not even going to win more than half your games. I got nothing. It's ludicrous. It is. And real quick, last thing on Dobbs. Jordan Addison, 
admitted that the Dobbs came up to him and was like, what, what are the routes on this side of the, of the formation? Like he, he was willing to admit what he didn't know, which I think too many guys ego, you know, driven. I'll tell you right now. He's like, Hey, well, I don't know what's, what's going on on this side of the formation. Fill me in. What's the route concept. I want need, to make it work. If you need a bridge quarterback, anybody, if you draft Caleb, you're playing him from the start, right? But any of these other quarterbacks, Penix or, or Drake may or Bo Nix or whomever, mm-hmm. I wouldn't hesitate paying Josh Dobbs 10 million bucks. Bring him in, have him in your room, have him in your locker room, in your facility. He just does everything the right way. And you know what? The way he played with Arizona, I'm not telling you he lit it up. That's a hard situation, and he played a lot of good football. And, look, it just it's nice to be able to root for some of these guys. I know. Some of them are just really detestable. That this, this kid, I can root for him. You know, and he's played for, what, five different teams this calendar year, seven overall, Got drafted by the Steelers. It, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But good on him, man. Mm-hmm. Like, how could you not want this guy to succeed? Guys, you don't want to root for. I don't want to take us backwards, but Odell oh. Beckham Jr., you were livid at his fumble. I, I, okay. Okay. So. you There's a history. Giants fan. Odell. I think part of it is that. Part of it is what I do for a living. Is we, we, we see in sports, politics, life. Yeah. Um, Hollywood, certain people, for some reason, nobody wants to call out the obvious. And Odell is one of them. Like, when are people going to stop paying this guy to play subpar NFL football? But, Mike, he had a one-handed catch one time. This guy is such a jackass. The play in question, you're a 10-year vet in the National Football League. They make a big to-do about how you haven't had a good year and it's your birthday today. Oh, it was his like, birthday? Yeah. So today's got to be the day. He catches a ball, and he's out here holding this ball like a loaf of bread while yeah, getting tackled. I saw tackled. the clip. I, I, and I'm going, now, at this point, it was still a close game. Ravens are driving. Like two scores, something like that. And he puts the ball on the turf. It, it, it's, it's, it's Logan Roy telling the children in succession because you're not serious fucking people. Odell Beckham is not a serious NFL football player, and I can't have it. I can't have it. I get so sick of it. I get sick of hearing about him, looking at him, talking about him. You're not good. And I don't know why everyone clamors, like, oh, you got to sign Odell, you got to sign Odell. What's Odell on that team? He's not Zay Flowers. No. He's not Rashad Bateman. He's not Mark Andrews. You know what he is? At best, at best, he's the fourth receiver on that team. Can you name the fourth receiver on most teams? Well, for the Ravens, it'd be Duvernay would be the other guy that'd be fighting. Like, that's the point. I just get tired of it. Yeah. I get tired of the bullshit. Yeah. But shout out Ravens for making up for Odell Beckham Jr. Mike, was there a moment on your Sunday where you realized, oh shit, I bet on Mac Jones? Because that was the other game. You had Patriots minus three. Yep. They went into half up 14-10, got the 64-yard touchdown with Stevenson. I'm like, all right, I might get out of this. I might be all right. <laughs> but I, I just, I sat back and I said to myself, this is every reason Belichick's got to retire. I don't care who your players are, what chess pieces you have. You're going against Sam Howell, who's on pace to be sacked 100 times. And Eric Bieniemy's like, this is how little respect I have for you. I'm going to throw it 55 times. And you're going to do nothing about it. What do you think of Howell? Like, he had one big throw to Dotson deep down the field. Like, he has moments. There's flashes. I think if the kid had some protection, you could make a better read. But Because they're they're going to have to make a decision at the end of this year, right? Losing that game at home a week after they trade Montez Sweat and Chase Young. (sighs) Is he going to get, like, squeezed out of there, unfortunately? Who? Howell. 
like if they're bad and there's uh, a big listen, QB listen. class, and show me where they're picking, and I'll answer your question. Yeah. Well, because it'll be in the top half, right? Yeah, but that don't. I mean, top like, twelve. Four I don't know. QB. People think there could be four or five QBs four going QBs in the first round. Off the board. I look. Ask, okay. ask. Do me a favor. Ask me in February. Okay. What do you want from me? I'm I, sorry. I, Just making conversation. All right. All right. They cost me money. I bet on Bill Belichick at home for the second time this year, and I'm owing two. You know? Do you mind, Bill? Do you mind? Do you mind? How the hell do you lose to the Commanders at I home? Know. You're up 14, 10 I know. and a half. I know, with the lead, where you can pin your ears back and Mac pass Jones rush. driving late. Maybe yeah. I get a little mm-hmm. reprieve, get it to overtime. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop, boop. Are they? Interception. I'm going to add a, I don't want to say they're radioactive. Maybe you do. I think as a favorite, they're radioactive. Can we make at least that distinction? Pats sure. lay in points anywhere. No, thank you. Yeah, week prior, they were a big underdog. Everyone loved them. I stayed away from them. They got their fucking doors blown We off. hit them two weeks ago, though, as an underdog. I, I may be done with them. Okay. I, I I may be. I can't. I can't do it. Are the Panthers radioactive? Yes. We both bet them. Your Listen, favorite bet of the week. And again, why does the favorite bet always lose? Why? It's, it's the genesis of the Costa Lock. That's where that came from. Your favorite bet. The bet that you're excited yeah. about. Bryce Young throws two pick sixes. How, what, what's the final score of the game? They lose by 14. Look, Bryce Young. If Andy Dalton plays, we cover. Agree, 100%. And but, Andy Dalton's nothing special. No, but Bryce Young, here's where I'm, I just can't get around it. I know it's lazy to say it. He's too small. He's too small. He is so diminutive. I don't want to hear about Drew Brees. He is so diminutive. This might be the tiniest, uh, him and Kyler. And what's the problem, Ben? There are moments in the game where, no pun intended, size does matter. Mm-hmm. And this kid, on those interceptions, it was like he was bunny hopping on one of them to try to get it over the line of scrimmage. Another one, he was he couldn't quite get the visual, and he fired it. He's tiny. He's tiny. They don't have great weapons. And, and what's happening with C.J. Stroud would just cause me grave concern that we took the wrong guy. It was my favorite play of the week. It was, it was trash. Home dog, off sixes. a win, feeling You know better. how many games Bryce Young has had mo- with more than one touchdown? One? Correct. Wow. Meanwhile, Stroud, 14 touchdowns, one pick, third passer rating in all of football. Let's end the card with Monday night. I bet Zach Wilson, I was getting points <laughs> at home, but again, it comes back to as much as I want to say, no, I didn't bet Zach Wilson. I actually bet Brees Hall and Salah and a defense. Mike? Special teams touchdown right away. Now I'm playing from behind with Zach Wilson. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And it's not like the Chargers played all that well. The Jets' defense continues to hold great quarterbacks in check, but you can't play from behind with Zach Wilson. No, it was the punt return for a TD, and then it was a strip sack with Mm -hmm. a short field. And, you know, you're down 14-0 or 17-3. The Jets are not built to come back like that. I just, again, I thought the Jets were one of those public dogs. Yeah. That was my fear. If you listen back, I said my fear is that this is a public side. And again, believe me, all that is is just a Band-Aid. I mean, going four and three, that's not good enough. But it's better than going three and four. And at least I start a new week with that. So that that was a bit of a rocking chair for me. Yeah, what's in the box? What's in the box? If you ever seen a movie, Seven. Is that... Is that starting to get to be a dated reference? What's in the box? It is for... Well, I mean, listen, I'm 43 now, like... Like, I'm, I'm 30. I, I get the reference. What's in the box? It's a great movie. What is in the box? What are we doing here? I think it was, oh, no. What is this? What is this? 
What? <gasps> oh my God, we got a delivery from Wyoming? Oh, this is tremendous. Yes. Oh, it's just tremendous. This is, we've got a box of Wyoming swag that has been sent to us. Like a lot. What is this? Take people through this. I have this. not opened this until now. What is, what is this? Is that a mason jar? Kind of. What, what, Cowboy Joe Club? Cowboy, yeah, so Cowboy Joe. What, what, oh, this is with a straw. Oh, look at these. Oh, give me that. What, what does that go on? It's like a, like a, um, can I put it on like a travel bag or something. ID wow. tag. Look at this. This is just tremendous. The Cowboy Joe Club. This is like a little mason jar for a cocktail. Look at this stuff. I mean, so what is the genesis of Wyoming sending us okay, gear? I will. There's more in here. here you, you go through this. I'll pull up. What's in the box? Some of the backstory here. So I picked Wyoming against Fresno State earlier in the season, and they won outright. I picked them as a dog, and they won outright. And you realize, like, the podcast reaches people that maybe you don't realize it's going to reach. So let me go back. There's a man, and I'll give him credit, named Alex Jewell. He's a director of development, Wyoming Athletics, Cowboy Joe Club. He's actually originally from Michigan. Ah. So he's familiar with our base station, familiar with the work that you and I do. He listens to the podcast. And as a Wyoming guy, he loved that we were getting on board the pokes. So he said, can I send you guys some stuff? Oh, Let me get yeah. some sizes. And you may have forgotten we got some sizes. And it took a few weeks longer. I think he even admitted like it got returned back to him. Uh-oh. So, so this package has made quite the journey. What's in the box? But yeah, this is like uh, Wyoming hats and shirts and ID tags. I'm trying to figure out what this What that means. hat is. Yeah, what is Steer that? Steer a year. Steer what does that you. mean? I mean, I like the hat, and I'm absolutely going to keep it because I've Lately, well, and Evan's a big hat guy, so we'll hook him up. Yeah, with some lately of this. I've been wearing a lot more non-sports hats. Um, this is just tremendous. I have to check out the shirts. I, listen, yeah. I, I have always said here I can move some of this. Wyoming has the hardest job in America, not because they're in Wyoming, which allegedly is a nice place, and my aunt lived there as a kid, but because they have to make shit brown and piss yellow look fashionable. Oh, we got a letter from- There's, there's a letter in here, Hold too. Hold on, is this an official Yes, look, it's got, it's, it's got, um, here, read you, want, the, you want to read it? No, I want you to read it. Okay. This is exciting. So this the is- The pod really is growing, I'll tell you. This is outstanding. Wow, yeah, this is like letterhead. It's got the, the logo, <laughs> Cowboy Joe Club. Cowboy Joe. It's got the address, the University Avenue in Laramie. All right, so take me through. Mike, what do we got? Jim, and Evan, greetings. From 7220, the highest elevation of all intercollegiate athletics. Oh, that's right. Please accept my apology for the delay in getting this package to you. It was a mistake on my end that resulted in the original shipment being returned. <laughs> First and foremost, I want to thank each of you for the world-class content you provide, Southeast Michigan, and now the nation. As a Midland, Michigan native, graduate of uh, former athletic department staffer at Eastern Michigan, he says, uh, you guys have been a big part of my life. The station's been a big part of my life. Even out here on the high plains, not a day goes by that I don't have you guys on in the office. I want to thank you guys for the love you've shown to pokes our pokes on Cash the Ticket. I've been fortunate in my career to visit numerous college towns and stadiums, and I can honestly tell you, Laramie rivals the best in the nation. We might not have 100,000 in the stands, but our fans are loyal and passionate as any you'll find in the country. He said, we got a red carpet experience waiting for you if you guys ever make it out for a game. We'd love to host you if you could make time to travel. He goes on and he details a little more. He says, I hope you guys do. Um, he says, while most of the items need no explanation, I want to provide you with a short backstory on the brown steer a year hats. Ah, uh, yes. I know each of you 
enjoy learning about the unique aspects of different programs throughout the country. And at Wyoming, our steer a year program fits the bill. He said, cowboy is not a costume in the state of Wyoming. While I have an incredible support system, while I have an incredible support system of traditional donors, we have many cowboys and ranchers that might not be able to contribute large amounts of cash, but they can contribute a cow. They feed the players a cow? So that's what we do. One of the most successful programs we run is our Steer a Year program, which since 95 has allowed individuals to donate live steers to oh. earn donor status for our athletic department. Oh, my God. Mike, this year alone, they brought in $200,000 worth of cattle in donations. To eat. He says, I think that's what makes us unique. He says it's one of the unique programs you'll hear about. The leather hats were hand-pressed and engraved here in Laramie. Please, I look forward to staying in contact with you guys. Hope to see you in Laramie for a game in the future. Alex Jewell, Director of Athletic Development. Alex, I have, listen, if you're listening, I have no issue with it. I mean, it requires planning, but if you want cash the ticket in Laramie for a game next fall, I'm down. I'll look at the schedule, we'll make it happen. I've wanted to go there because you have a forest inside your stadium and you have a cannon and shit. I'm excited about it. I've often said you have the best football helmet in America. I am down. I, I would do it. I can't speak for Jim's time. My, my college football trip this fall is already spoken for. I'm heading to LSU, but I, will, I would do Y.O. in a heartbeat. I want to see it. I'll go. I War go. Memorial Stadium. Yeah. Let's get it. Season three, podcast hits the road. I'm in. Uh, well, again, it would be the perfect... We're, we're gonna, we need to do the live shows for March Madness. We got to get you to Vegas for mm -hmm. that. But I, I would commit to doing this. We got to look at their schedule, but I, I would go. Plus, honestly, maybe they play like a little Friday night game Ooh. or something. They'd freeze up the, the Saturday. Yeah. Go to a sports bar in Laramie, sit with the <laughs> Cowboys. Maybe I'll tie my trusty steed to a hitching post. I still can't believe steer a year. Listen, why don't we donate a cow? We don't have a cow. I'll go get one. You want to go get a cow <laughs> to donate oh, a cow? I need a clarification. Are we sending live cows? I assume these are live cattle. So like from just, the ranches. I in can't just send like 30 steaks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what this program is. Can we get clarification, please? Alex, shoot us a DM and email, whatever. Alex, let me know how many sets of plate ribs I have to send you that I smoke this week. You weekend. become a donor. What's donor status? Steer a year. The steer a year play of the week. I love it. That's tremendous. It's, and listen, thank you guys. it just it shows at least it resonates. And I'm glad one of the programs we talk about. I mean, I never got anything back from ECU. No. Nobody promoted them more than I did last year. And you know, know what? They got what they deserved. You don't want to recognize our pod? Good. Go two and ten. <laughs> Pirate ship will be at the bottom of the goddamn ocean. It's well on its way. It's tremendous. Uh, this is Tailgate Tuesday. You said you had a surprise item. What are you smoking this weekend? It is a hidden item for people that they need to value more. Uh, known as a plate rib, a dinosaur rib. They're beef ribs. Okay. Short ribs. Mm -hmm. Plate ribs, they come in three bone sections. And when you put them on the smoker, the meat uh, sits on the top, kind oh, of yeah, shrinks up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Texas barbecue, central Texas barbecue. All you need on these, these are easy to do. Now you gotta find them. That can be the hard part. But if you go to your local grocery store or you know meat counter and you say, listen, this is what I'm looking for, it might be able to help you out. You could certainly go online and order them if you wanted. You don't have to go crazy. I mean, you can go, you can go banana land. Some, say, how are you preparing these? Oh, this is easy. The preparation's easy once you acquire it. So you buy them. Your seasoning, 
Central Texas classic, salt and pepper. You're going to do salt and coarse black pepper. Okay. That's it. That's all. Done. No garlic, paprika. No, no, no. You can do whatever powder. you want. Okay. I'm telling you how I do it. Here's okay. the beauty with these. They don't, you don't have to wrap them. You don't have to put them in a cooler and rest them very long. This is straight up. You're going to get your smoker to 200. And you're going to give it about an hour to 90 minutes at 200. That's the point in time where your smoke is imparted, the flavor's imparted on the meat when it's raw. After that, get your smoker to 300 and leave them on there for six hours. That's it. Now, you can go in with a temperature probe, but you're not probing temperature. You're probing feel. You're going to know when they're done because when you pick them up, you're going to be able to Slide flex right them. off? No, that's overcooking. Okay. But my point is, you get the short rib. I mean, you don't need more than a bone. They come in three bone sections. Yeah. It is the richest, beefiest. It, it's so rich and satisfying and filling. You don't even need much of it to enjoy it, but it's easy. It's not like brisket. It's not like even ribs where you need, hey, maybe I'm doing a three, two, one method mm -hmm. different. This is the Ron Popeil of smoking. It truly is set it and forget it. You don't have to run around and spritz it. You don't have to go crazy. You don't have to cook it for 15 hours. Basically, somewhere in between six and eight hours and you're done. No wrap, no nothing. Let it sit for about 30 minutes and enjoy. It's as good as it gets. Now, again, if you want to go real Central Texas barbecue and you want to go next level, and I don't do this, but you can, when you do a brisket or when you do any beef product and you, you take the trimmings, you put those in the smoker too and you render it down and you make tallow, you can take some of that rendered beef tallow and when this comes off the smoker, you pour a little bit of it over the top to rehydrate, reintegrate, puts a little sheen flavor. on the outside oh, and tons of flavor. I just don't do that because, A, I don't smoke briskets enough, and then I'm going to render it, and I'm going to save it. I mean, I'm not operating a barbecue shack here. I'm a human <laughs> being. But, yeah, plate ribs, beef short ribs, ask for them, three bone sections. It's so easy to do. And what you want as the weather gets colder is easy. I don't want to be out there doing 18 different things. I want to set it and forget it. Jim? It's easy. It's and easy. Hey, steer a year. Steer a year. We should don't. I want to find out if we can donate. Yeah, here's the card. Perfect. Let me see this. Let me ask if I can just like, can I send steaks or do I need to send like the whole cow or what are we doing here? This is tremendous. This is outstanding. I love it. Can we wrap on this? Yeah. Maction. I'm leaving. Second go-round. We're the land of second chances. This podcast doesn't have to give up on midweek action because, Mike, you can get your money back. Rivalry contest. The victory cannon. Central Western. Man, fuck Central Michigan. Thanks, Vern. Vito, whatever we're calling him now. You want me... If I'll, anyone remembers all I the, do, all I the NIU do, incident of last year. But all I want to do is give you a cap. Give me the cap. Understanding. It's the Mac. All of this could be Chinese. I could be reading in Mandarin right now. This could be garbage. Give but I at least want to give you a cap on one of the Mac games. It features my school. It's our hated rival. And Mike, I think Western's the side. 33% of the bets are on Western, but 55% oh, of the money. Western's like one in seven. Two and six. They're coming off a win against Wait, Eastern. One and seven is favored over? Over Central, which is fighting for a bowl. Yes. 
what I'm telling you, Western, it's the money differential side. It's the SP plus side. They didn't play last week, so they got a couple extra days to gear up for the home game. The spread is a flat three. Oh, what about your guy who had like three kids at age 15 who's Barry fucking Sanders now? Marion Lukes is going to play. Western's got a couple good running backs too. Buckley, this freshman, is their leading rusher, and they are more balanced offensively. They can complete the forward pass more consistently, more regularly. Kyle Moretti, our star linebacker, didn't play last week. I have to believe it's going to come back to bite him. I don't believe he's playing tonight. Well, it's sitting That's at three and a half right now. Okay. What do you want to do? I think there's some flat threes out there. Okay, I would have to find that. So I hate this. Are you doing it? Yeah, I'm going to do it. You're going to bet against CMU. At three. Well, and Mike, I'm in this weird place where you've been, where you kind of spite root against your team. I don't know. Central's not mathematically eliminated, but they would need to win out, have Toledo You don't lose. want McElwain there. And McElwain's in his fifth year. We don't have a passer. We're one in four against Western if he loses this game. Like, is it so wrong that I look at what Western's doing, a young offensive coach, a little bit of a spark, I don't know. I mean, I feel like my program's stuck. And if they win this game and rally and win the MAC, that's all well and good. I just feel like it's kind of a pipe dream. And it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if Western gives us that wake-up call. I'll do this, but I swear to God, if this loses, I have every right to be mad at you. You can be done betting the MAC. All right, Western, but I got to find a three. Yeah. I'm not laying three now. No. All right, Western Michigan's the MAC should play. There it is. God help us all. Tell them what to do, Jimmy. Rate, review, subscribe, emails to cashtheticketpodcast at gmail.com. Thursday, college football. Friday, the NFL. It's just getting good. It's that time of year, Mike. Uh, It's just getting uh, good. Steer a year, everybody. Steer a year. Cash the ticket.